And with that, there's no Dr. Stokes that's in your bulletin. There's Pastor Trevor that's up there on the screens, right? All right. We're all set and ready to go. Anxiety. How many of you have ever felt anxiety in your life? Yep, me too. How many of you have been told, I'm not doing well, I need you to preach within 24 hours? Right? That causes some anxiety. There's other things throughout life that cause anxiety. But thankfully, the Lord gives us passages of Scripture on how to help with that anxiety. So if you want to turn over to Philippians chapter 4, you can. That's the primary passage that we're going to be in looking today. As you all know, I'm also a counselor in schools. And I can tell you right now, anxiety is through the roof. Okay? Let me explain this to you. Anxiety is everywhere in society today. I want you to know that in the profession, I do believe that there is a place for medications. But I believe that the Bible gives us hope and instruction on how to deal with anxiety itself. I was looking up uh, different things about what causes anxiety throughout the years, and I will tell you this. If you don't have structure, you're going to have anxiety. Is it a surprise then that the anxiety has skyrocketed in schools? There is no structure other than you're going to go to class, you may have math, you may have English, you'll have science, you'll have social studies at certain times. But when people say that a four and five year old don't know their gender, it's going to cause anxiety because adults don't know how to teach what those kids are. You can understand now how anxiety starts to skyrocket. You can also start to understand how suicides later on go up. They have been skyrocketing for years now because there's no structure. Let me explain this in a different way to you. How many of you love to go hiking on mountains? Yeah, I love it. I love to go hiking. Now, However, if there's very little to walk through to get to the other side, how much, how many of you would walk through a small terrain when it's 500 feet down? You might, right? You're young. Nothing's going to hurt you. But there's no guardrail. You're going to go through there. You're young, agile. Unlike me, I'm old. I may watch you go through to make sure you're okay first, right? But if there's a guardrail, how many of us would go through? It helps our anxiety go down. It helps us to take steps where maybe we wouldn't have gone before. So this passage itself teaches us, gives us a way to deal with that anxiety. That's exactly what we need today. We need those boundaries. God gives us our boundaries. He tells us how to live. And I love it when people say, Well, that's a little strict for anybody to live by the Gospels or by the Scriptures, the Torah itself. And I say, "Uh, actually, I can tell you right now, kids, people, humanity thrive with boundaries. So let's take a look about anxiety. Now this this is coming from the Apostle Paul. 
So I don't want people to get confused. I want you to know this is Paul, not Jesus, saying this. He says, be anxious for nothing. That means that you might feel anxious at times. I've dealt with kids that struggle to go to sleep because they're feeling anxiety. They worry about whether or not they got an A on their math homework. Or they have a test coming up. I love it when I saw something year after year. It says, as long as there's test, there's going to be prayer in school. Right? Why? Because kids are going to be anxious. Anxiety can help propel you in a lot of different ways. Okay? When I, you look at me, kids, do you see anxiety? You do? That's good. I'm glad you do. Because I can be anxious. How many of you have had any anxiety during a test? Yeah, me too. Guess what? I have an anxiety disorder for testing. That's right. It wasn't until college I got diagnosed. And I was told, you can have extra time on tests. Great, thanks. I went and took the test. The extra time didn't help me. <laughs> Lord, give me some scripture here, right? Found out later, you need to take the test totally alone. Oh, wow, that's great. Took it totally alone, extra time. Started getting A's and B's. I was helped. I was given some boundaries and some supports in this way. That's exactly what the Lord does for us. Let's look at this. Now, again, before I dive into this, we can see that anxiety is in here, right? So I looked up the root words, and it says in the Hebrew, the word is deg, concerned or fear, worry, right? In the Greek, merimana, concerned, worry. And we, that's where we're at. We're in the Greek today. And so we see that anxiety right there in the scriptures. But one of the first things that helps you get over that anxiety, we're going to pick up in verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be made known to all men. The Lord is near. Whenever I start to have anxiety and I start to worry, I think about what's causing that worry. And if I know that the Lord is near, the Almighty King of the universe, the Creator of who I am, my anxiety goes from 100 down to maybe 40 or 50. Or if you use 10 through 0, right? It goes from a 10 down to about 4 or 5. It doesn't mean it's not there, but can I start to deal with it? Now, in society, though, what will they give you for anxiety? Well, let me tell you. They will give you a whole bunch of different medicines. Let's deal with medicines. We'll give you this medicine here. And I'm not saying it's not useful at times, because it can be. But that's the first thing that doctors will go towards. Now, how many of you know that if you take this medicine here, you might have a side effect? So, before you know it, you're taking three or four medicines for your anxiety. Because this one has a side effect, now you've got to take this for that side effect. And this one actually has some side effects, so you're going to take this medicine here too. 
people are starting to put their trust in these medicines. Let's look at what the scripture tells us. What's Paul tell us in here? It says, be anxious for nothing but in everything. You want, you want to know the best prescription? By prayer and supplication. Let your request be made known to God. Hmm. If I'm going to bed at night and I have a lot of anxiety about tomorrow or what next month holds or I'm going off to college in a month, if I'm praying to the Almighty, I may not need this medicine anymore. Let's go on. Let's see what else happens here. Let your request be made known to God. And the peace, oh, wow, right there in verse 7, and the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You see, you have anxiety, and then you have your goal. Peace. There's one and the other. That's our goal, isn't it? To live life, being peaceful, going back to that verse, let your gentle spirit be made known to all men. So if you have that peace, you're going to be calm. People are going to see it in you doesn't mean that we're not going to still have anxiety. As some of you said, you saw it in me already. right? I still have anxiousness, but I trust in the Lord to get me through it. Moving on. It says, finally, brethren, whatever is true. Whatever is true. Focus on these things. People today, we have so much going on. We have Israel and what they're having to go through right now. We may have a test coming up in math. We may have some family problems. Our parents are arguing. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to take all these medicines. I'm not. I'm not always going to have to take these medicines. I can go to him in prayer and supplication. It's true though. Your parents are going to argue. Parents, be aware of what causes or what impacts your kids though. Have conversations. When you're having an argument, let your kids know, yeah, we have a disagreement. I, I tell my kids, I'm just passionate about things. They said, no, you were really arguing with mom, and you end up having to apologize because you were wrong. Guess what? I do need to apologize for things. When I'm wrong, I need to apologize, and I'm getting pretty good at that over the years. But I hope to not continue to cause anxiety for my kids because I need to learn not to step outside of those boundaries that God has created. But in the same thing, I need to have the peace of God with me. So we need to focus on the positivity, what God has put around us. And if we do that, these things will happen. But first, let's look. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, what's it say? It says, dwell on these things. Should I worry about what's going on over in Israel? No. Who's in charge? 
Is it you? Maybe some things are up to you in your life. But really, if you know that God is in charge of your life and you're going to Him daily, that anxiety is going to go down. Knowing that you're putting Him first, we have to think about this and we have to focus on these good things. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, Paul says. So in other words, take notice of what he's doing. Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. That's what our goal should be throughout life. To have God's shalom. Everything we do, we should be focused on having God's shalom with us. Or else we're going to struggle with that anxiety. And every time I struggle with that anxiety, I go, am I putting God first in that way? Maybe today you're struggling with some of that anxiety and some of that worry that life can bring at us. Karen and I were just watching something the other day and it had to do with their little child that was struggling with some health issues. And I thought, well, that's Hollywood. But I do know people that are struggling with their children and their health issues. And I watch them day in and day out. And I pray for some of those children day in and day out for God to give them an extra dose of shalom and peace and reprieve from their struggles in their body. And yet, ask the Lord to let the light shine through them in whatever situation is going on. And if we turn to Him and we follow that prescription, if you will, what Paul tells us to focus on the good things, do the good things, then those medications may not be needed. Perhaps they are, just a little bit. But if we're still doing what God says in the Scriptures and what God is allowed in the Scriptures then maybe it's going to get even better. In Proverbs 3, if you want to turn there, in 20 through 26, it talks about just this thing. It says, By His knowledge the deeps were broken up and the skies drip with dew. Wait, by who? It was God's knowledge, not ours. Who am I to ask that question? He's the one that formed them. It says, My son, let them not vanish from your sight. Keep sound wisdom and discretion so they will be life to your soul and adornment to your neck. Then you will walk in your way securely. See, if you put God first, you're always going to be walking securely in His Word. You're going to see that His light and His blessings are upon you and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, Now, here's the thing. I'll come back to verse 24 in a minute. I know this for a fact because I've struggled at nights with anxiety. And when I am dealing with something and I'm not focusing on God, I have sleepless nights. It's hard to go to sleep. But at the same time, I have actually started to pray as I'm falling asleep. I pray before bedtime. And I pray whenever I'm struggling to fall asleep. And if I wake up at 2 or 3 in the morning, 
if I let those doubts and those fears come into my mind, I will go right back to that anxiety and I won't be able to go to sleep. But if I remember those who need prayer and I start praying for those who are struggling with cancer and I start focusing on the Lord, I'm usually back asleep within five minutes and I feel like I've accomplished something because I've prayed to the Almighty who can take those things away. So that fear doesn't linger. That anxiety doesn't linger. And so going back, it says, when you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. So whenever you are struggling with anxiety, and you are struggling to sleep, and you're struggling to stay asleep, ask yourself, are you struggling because you're not focused on the Lord? Do not be afraid of sudden fear, nor the onslaught of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Whatever Israel is going through, look back at the passages of Scripture. Read the books. It's not new as Pastor Bruce preached last week. This has been going on throughout the generations. We're seeing it today for, as Katie said, some of us seeing it for the first time. The onslaught of anti-Semitism and different things. But if you will focus and give it to the Lord, you don't have to be anxious. You can know the shalom that will prevail beyond your understanding. And that should be our focus, no matter what we're going through. We give to Israel because we want to support them. We give to Israel because God tells us to love and bless them. But our anxiety should be nil or none because we know He is in charge of it all. Let's go to Him in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for your scriptures. I thank you for the Apostle Paul writing in Philippians how to help our anxiety to lower, how to turn to you, Lord. And we look at different passages and we can see, Lord, that you are the one in charge of all things. And so if we truly believe that, God, we should have no anxiety. And we should be walking throughout life, Lord, allowing you to guide us and direct us and to give us that peace beyond understanding. So help us today, Lord, to refocus on you if we need to, to put you first in our life, and not only that, Lord, to unhinge whatever we're trying to hold on for ourselves and to turn it over to you. For you are the one that wants to be in every part of our life. So help us, O Lord, to have shalom today, and tomorrow, and forevermore, as we strive to do your words and glorify your kingdom in this darkened world. This I ask through your Son, our Savior. Amen.